What's up, Reinas? Welcome back to another episode on the Healing with Confidence series. Today, I have the honor and privilege of collaborating with my friend, Micaela Alva. She's a Latina empowerment coach as well as a podcast coach, and she's the founder of The Fearless Mujer. She's no stranger to this show, but we decided to come together and have a conversation about this this uh, label that's been thrown around, especially in the Latina community, uh, that's called Toxica, right? And we realized that it's been something that's a little glorified in a way where it's coming out to be cute. But really, we know deep inside that being a toxic woman is really not cute. There's nothing sexy about it. There's nothing attractive about it. And in, in all honesty, it can really hurt you in the long run. And some of us have probably come from that type of upbringing, you know, depending where you came from, what kind of upbringing you had. But I really felt it was an appropriate topic to talk about in the Healing with Confidence series because I feel that if you're not working on a healing journey, then you're going to stay stuck in these toxic traits. And the last thing that we want to deal with is having these toxic traits passed down into our children maybe we're it's affecting our marriage you know i just feel like there's just such a domino effect if we don't deal with the wounds that maybe we have had from trauma past childhood you know hurts or whatever it is that we're going through so me and Mikala really dive deep into this episode about being a toxica and how we shouldn't embrace that you know so i'm gonna let the episode do it talking but we do talk about all types of things here so just get ready to listen in and be open-minded because we got a lot to say on this topic all right let's get into it What's up, Reina? Welcome to the Crown with Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Monica Rojas, a faith-led wife, homeschool mom, coach, and founder of BoxFit Queens. My mission here is to help you feel confident in your God-given identity and motherhood because, Reina, I know it isn't easy being a mom at home when you're struggling to feel good about yourself. As someone who struggled with her identity and went down a dark path of drug and alcohol addiction, self-abuse, postpartum depression, and no self-confidence, I can tell you that it's only through God's grace and mercy that I stand here today with over eight years clean, happy, and confident with a desire to want to help other moms feel good about themselves. I know in my heart God created you for a special purpose, to love and pour into your children. And as difficult as that can be, you were chosen to have this beautiful gift. It's time to step into your best version of yourself by pouring into your own cup first. And that begins here. As a former boxer and boxing fitness trainer for moms, I've witnessed the powerful results of seeing moms feel confident and empowered with themselves. And it's through this beautiful mission that God put in my heart with BoxFit Queens. So if you're ready to dig deeper in your healing journey, let's straighten that crown, lace up those gloves because you have already been crowned with confidence. Let's get it, girl. All right, you already know, before we get started, I have to step in here to give you an invite to the second round of our 30-Day Confident Mom Challenge. 
Uh, I shared in the last episode, if you didn't hear, I shared that I did get feedback from the first 30-day challenge, which I was extremely grateful for because it allowed me to really go and revamp some things to be a little more practical with our lives and our schedules based on how busy we are as mothers. So I went to go create two new calendars, two new workout calendars that you can Uh, include into your 30-day challenge. I think some of the challenges really come from the other work, (laughs) the prayer meditation, the habit tracking, as well as the personal development. So I want those to be challenges that you continue to do every day for 30 days. But as far as the workouts, uh, I wanted to give you something that, you know, you could use to be towards a lifestyle change not something that you just feel you got to do like hustle out for 30 days and then you never want to go back to working out so i do have a free 30 day a free 30 day confident mom challenge i provide you with all the boxing workouts all you got to do is click the link down below it'll take you to download your calendar download the app uh, that email will have everything on there that you need i put it in a step uh, step process so i put steps one two three four Follow those steps, get everything that you need from those uh, from that email so that you can be prepared for this challenge. So I hope you come join in because I really am excited for y'all to take advantage of it, because especially if you're new to boxing, I think it's just so much fun. It's so therapeutic um, and it's just fun to learn a new skill. There were some incredible results and reviews on it. So I'm just grateful that I got a chance to serve you. But I'll see you on the inside because I'm going to jump in on this challenge with y'all as well. Again, that kicks off this Monday. So I'll see you inside. What's up, Micaela? Hey, Monica. How's it going? Good. We're back together again. I love Yes, we are. <laughs> You're one of my yeah. favorite people. <laughs> you too. Yes. One of the four. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of three, but I guess. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we know why we're here today. We're going to have this raw conversation about this topic that, for one, I'm doing a Healing with Confidence series, but you're actually in your own journey. What are you doing right now on your podcast? Man, I just felt God, like, you ever want to say something, but you don't say it, and you see the the comments, the things people are saying, and you're like, oh, I want to say it, but I don't want to say it, right? And then I just felt like God gave me the go-ahead, like, you need to talk about this. So I'm doing the No Mas Toxica podcast feel women don't get how it's actually really affecting us it's not anything to be proud of and so it's really it's really just a series about being toxic and why it's not a proud thing it's not something you should be proud of it's not something that you should loudly be boasting and I know that not everyone's gonna agree with it but that's okay that's why I love to be with women who can have those conversations and say, well, like, I don't agree. Like, okay, why don't you agree? And I think it's just, it's really to create a dialogue that like, hmm, let's talk about this, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, the reason that I think that the, these two topics cross together is because uh, you were already going to be a guest for the series, but then I saw you were kind of doing your own thing about this Toxica topic. And I said, you know what? Um, you you shared a video like I don't remember like a week ago maybe uh, where you were talking about how uh, Toxica is the opposite of a healed woman you know and so this series is talking about healing with confidence and some of the women that I've had on are like talking about some deep stuff like when they're in their addiction someone in an abusive relationship and 
I was like, man, I talk about healed women, right? Like women that are really walking this deal and, and trying to navigate their way through a healing journey and, and doing it with God. Right. Um, yeah. but it wasn't always like that girl. We know, like it was, I mean, well, let's just come yeah. out swinging, right? Like toxicas are really the, yes. um, to me, I feel like it's a title that's labeled for women. So they, they, it's like an excuse to not take a look at yourself. Right. Yeah. Um, I really yeah. feel that I feel like it's an excuse to kind of say, this is just how I am. This is who I am. And it is what it is. Right. My mom was like this. My dad was like this. My sisters were like, like, I just feel like we just kind of like, like, like we're proud to have it as a generational thing. And we don't mm. want to take a look at ourselves. That's wow. how I see it. <laughs> and you know what? Like my audience is, you know, Latinas. I mean, anyone can listen, but I just, I always talk about that generate or the generational and the cultural mindset and things like that. Right. That have actually hurt us, right? Like the sayings, oh, calladita te ves más bonita, which basically means like, you know, if you're quiet, you look prettier. Like, what? <laughs> you know, yeah. what does that mean? God gave us a voice. He created us to speak. And perfect example is Queen Esther, right? She literally saved her people by speaking up. So there's a reason why God gave us boldness. And sometimes that has been taken away from us at such a young age. So this toxica culture this toxic mindset I think it's and I guess maybe it's not just you know in the in the Latina community but that's that's where I see it the most because you know my podcast is geared toward Latinas but I know um you know there there's been songs in English about like being toxic and things like that um and even like like songs right and and reels like stay toxic like ha 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 like what and my thing is this, that, you know, I was married for over a decade and I can look back now and I can say, here's where I went wrong. Here's where I had not healed and I got into this marriage and, you know, all of my, and it was both of us, right? But all of the toxicness, all the childhood trauma just overflowed into, into the marriage. And, you know, and this is not an episode on marriage, but when you haven't even had a good example of what a marriage should be and you haven't healed and we're talking about healing. Right. So so maybe this is a, a, a good thing to kind of, you know, dive into. But you haven't healed like it's it's like what they say. Healed people heal people. Mm-hmm. Healed people know how to heal people when you're healed. You can see like from a mile away, you can smell and you can see, oh, that person's not healed, but it's our job as healed women. And and we can, God can even use us to help the men, right? It's our job as healed women to lovingly tell people that we love, hey, I know why you do that. I know why you react like that. It's because of X, Y, Z. Right. Because here's what happens. I think I think sometimes that we don't give people grace. We don't give them the grace that they need in order to grow Mm -hmm. the way that God designed them. So when we give them grace to say, hey, you know, it's okay because guess what? This is why this is why this is happening. It allows I think it allows people to really be like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. Right. Right. I'm not a bad person. And I think this is why um, it's such a beautiful thing when like, let's take a relationship, right? Both people are growing, but one person maybe is a little more healed and they can say, oh, wait, wait, sweetheart. Like, I know exactly why this is happening, right? It's it's that 
it's almost like I think a healed woman is almost like medicine, mm-hmm. right? It's like the Bible says um, that. How does it go? It says something about when you have sweet words, it's like honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when we when we look at a toxica, right? Her words are not like honey. Her words are like bee stings because she's literally. And and it's not just to a relationship, right? It's to your children a lot of times. I know that that I have made mistakes as a mother, right? But I think that's where where we are able to grow. So I think, man, like this is such a great topic. And I just want to say off the bat that it's not to shame anyone. It's not to attack anyone. It's not to make anyone feel like, Oh, well, you're not healed. You're not there yet. We're like, I'm still on a healing journey, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're never going to fully be there. Right. So that's, that's kind of my two cents on that. I mean, I can, it's just something that God has really put on my heart that I think like, God, can we just talk about this? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, this is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I didn't know about all those TikToks. I don't go, I don't go that deep in TikTok to like see that, but I, I believe you. I believe you. Uh, you know, I just think that. I'm glad you said that because I was about to say that too. Like it doesn't make you any less worthy, right? It doesn't make you any less of a beautiful person because I feel deep down inside, we all have a loving and nurturing side to us as women, as mothers. And I think that sometimes uh, the the trauma, the pain or anything that we may have experienced when we were younger uh, is kind of overpowering that, you know? And then we come around a culture that seems to embrace it and then now we're glorifying it, right? Mm-hmm. So I just think that, you know, at one point, I, I, to me, the biggest thing is the surroundings. Like, I know for me, hanging around toxic people is going to bring that out. And even till today, right? Like, I'm still in a healing journey. And I can see how sometimes, like, I'm going to be real. Sometimes I could see how I act around certain people versus others. Like, there's some people that I'll act a little more, like, hood with, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I just... Hey, I, me too, girl. Middle, That's right? me. Like, me. my, my okay. family, right? <laughs> Like my family, you know, and yeah. there's some people where I'm like, okay, you know, I'm really trying to work on my char- my character. And like I told you, Mariana, like I'm really trying to work on my character right now. Like really just trying to be that woman that's consistent across the board, right? Like even handling situations. I want to handle situations the same way I handle it with my husband and children. I want to handle it like that when somebody's out there road raging with me or mm-hmm. somebody's talking mess to me. Like I want to handle them consistently across the board in, in a in a calming and quote unquote spiritual manner, right? Because yeah. I know for me, it's easy to go into that toxica phase, right? Like I could get real ghetto, I could get loud, you know, and I know that I used to be that person. And mm-hmm. today I know that I don't handle things like that no more, but it's not to say that inside internally, I don't get that feeling or those thoughts of like, I want to act out again, you know? And sometimes I can see like depending situations where I'm at or, um, you know, circumstances, like, sometimes that wants to come out of me, you know what I mean? But like, I got to be reminded that like, I don't have to act the way I used to be, right? Like today, I know that I can act a little, I can act towards, I can act the way that I want to be as a healed woman, right? Like I get a choice, I can go back to acting like that broken little girl that Monica was, or I can act like the woman I'm trying to become today, right? And, um, and sometimes it's not always easy. But I think that's exactly where, you know, women start kind of saying like oh well, you know this is just how I am and I'm gonna say this this is probably gonna be a little controversial but I've noticed this a lot and I don't know how you feel about it 
But one thing I hear a lot is like women, uh, not even just women. I mean, I don't know. I haven't heard it from men, but I hear a lot of women tying their, I, like their identity and personality to a horoscope or a zodiac sign or like, oh, that's just the way I am, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, but, you know, but almost like in the toxic traits, like, I don't, I don't think there's nothing wrong to get to know a little bit about yourself. I don't think mm-hmm. there's anything wrong with that to say, hey, this is, you know, these are my traits, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think when you're so set in your ways that you don't even want to look past like, oh, I can't be that because I'm this, you're putting yourself in a box. And sometimes that box can be that toxic box, you know, like you're keeping all those toxic traits in there. And you're not even like being open-minded to, hey, I can grow. I can heal from this. Maybe some of those toxic traits are because I had some trauma that happened and I don't even want to look past that. Like, you know, I just feel like some of those things really keep us in a box sometimes. What do you yeah. think of that? Yeah. You know what? I love that. And it, I, this is how I look at it. It comes down to growth mindset and fixed mindset, right? Fixed mindset says well, fixed mindset only sees things one way. There's no in between. There's no, oh, it could be another way. Growth mindset, you know, we're always trying to be better, right? Um, and in just walking with God and being God's daughter, we know we mess up. We know we're not perfect. We're always striving to be who God created us to be. I'm not striving to be better than Monica or Mariana or, you know, whoever. No, I'm striving to be better and and this is I've always said this I've said this on my podcast uh my my definition of success is not having a mansion my definition of success is being the healed version that God created me to be mm-hmm. because one of the things that you said is the whole like oh I'm it's not even with the horoscopes it's like um a lot of people were doing the Enneagram, which I have a problem with that mm-hmm. I know a lot of believers take that test but all I'm going to say, um, it's really deeper than a personality test. And you really need to look at where the Enneagram even came from, because mm-hmm. it's 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 really hidden in the occult. And that's like a whole other episode. Right. So I never had a good vibe about it when I first started hearing about it. Um, and I'm not the kind of person that's like, oh, everyone's listening to that pastor. Or everyone's, you know, doing this. That's not me. I'm just not that way. Whole other episode. Right. Mm-hmm. But it goes exactly with what you're saying. Like okay, yeah, I can say that I'm this person based on the fact that I took a personality test. I mean, like I've done the the um, Clifton strengths thing, right? And it did explain a lot about myself. But at the same time, I know that I'm always evolving into a different woman, right? I'm me, but I'm always evolving into a different woman. And if I'm allowing God to refine me, then I'm always going to be a better version of who I was yesterday, five years ago. So here's my thing. I love what you said. I feel that the toxica woman, this this whole like everybody wants to belong. It's really about identity. Everybody wants to belong somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if if I can say, oh, I, I do this because I'm a toxica, then I'm basically giving myself permission to allow my toxic traits to vomit over everybody else. And I don't know how else to say it nicely, because that's exactly what it is. Um, and you're, I feel that a lot of times also, we are seeing things from the wounded little girl's perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you've been through a lot of stuff, then your job is to become the woman that would have protected you. Like I saw, I saw a TikTok that said, um, 
I'm not on TikTok like that either, just so everybody knows. <laughs> um, it's, it's that my biggest flex is becoming the woman that would have protected me. Oh, that's so good. And that spoke so deeply to me as a mother of a child who, you know, went through sexual abuse. It like spoke to me so deeply that like, you know, a toxic thing is for family to protect an abuser, right? So this whole toxica, this whole, this whole, it's not just about a woman, right? This whole toxic mindset is very, very dangerous. It's very, very, it can damage you because how, how many relationships, and I don't know why just relationships is something that has been on my heart because God has been teaching me a lot. How many relationships will you go through blaming the person saying, oh, it's because they were like this. It's because, you know, whatever, whatever, right? Whatever you want to say about a relationship that doesn't work, then not looking at yourself. Hey, I was at fault too. Like that wasn't okay because I can, I can say this and I can admit this for most of my marriage. I was very controlling, but you know what that was? That was the little wounded little girl that never felt safe that finally had something to control. And as long as everything was the way she wanted it, then she felt safe. But see, I couldn't understand that back then. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm not going to take the blame for like why the marriage I was in ended, but I can say now, oh, these are all the things I did wrong. So moving forward, right? The person that I choose to be in a relationship with next well, I'm going to communicate with him totally different. And you know what? That's a growth mindset. But that's also because I am a healed version of myself, right? And so so even with that, and maybe there's someone who's going through divorce right now. And so I just want to tell that woman that, you know, you may feel that you wasted a lot of time. You may feel that what was all this for? But in actuality, that relationship, that marriage, for the time that you had it, it served a purpose mm -hmm. because I can tell you that the whole time, right? I wasn't happy in the marriage I was in. I wasn't. And for a while I blamed and blamed and blamed until God, God told me to look at myself. And that's when the healing began. I began to heal. I be, so it served a purpose because I healed and I got closer to the Lord. So yeah. Wow. So all that to say, like, I'm sorry, you guys, my phone wasn't on vibrate. No, okay. <laughs> um, You don't have to edit that. This is real life, you know, behind the scenes. No, but all that to say, and I don't know why, it's, it's just because I'm in that season where God has been teaching me so much. I know we're not doing like a marriage or relationship episode, but I just want women to understand, like, you don't have to accept this label. But here, here's the thing, Monica, and, and you tell me what you think about this. Is it easier for me to say, I'm this way because I'm a toxica, right? I manipulate, I control because I'm a toxica versus, hey, I need to heal this part of myself. Mm -hmm. Because here's what happens when you're healed. Okay, here's what happens when you're healed. When you are healed, you are free. You are so freaking free to be whoever God called you to be. You're so free to be who God called you to be to the to the point that 
what people say, what people think, it does not phase you. It doesn't bother you. Uh, when people don't agree with you, uh, let's just say um, the labels, the trying to be part of this and trying to be part of that. You're mm -hmm. so free from that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's mm -hmm. the beauty of being healed, that mm -hmm. you don't have to take any label. You don't have to blame Oh, it, like what you said. Oh, it's all the women in my family have been like this. I mean, there's some truth to that, right? Like I come from a line of women who are big talkers, you know, big, like they talk a lot, right? That's, mm -hmm. and I'm that way. Um, But all that to say, like, which one is easier for me to calm myself a toxica and assimilate to that so that I don't have to do the work of healing mm -hmm. or actually looking at myself? Because we both know that healing is uncomfortable. Oh, healing yeah. is so uncomfortable. And when you think you're healing from one thing, guess what? God starts showing you other things <laughs> that you need to heal from. Oh, by the way, there's this and this and that. Because it's it's like a domino effect. This one thing that you do, this toxic trade is, you know, this one thing. Now, because of that one thing that you're struggling with, now you're struggling with this other thing. Now you react this way, right? And so I really feel that this is part of like an identity struggle. Oh, when yeah. you don't know who you are. And and I was having a conversation with my cousin today. And um, one of the things that I said to her was, when you understand your identity as God's daughter, forget the church, forget religion, forget all of that. But when you understand I am God's daughter and he loves me, God already knows you're going to mess up. God already knows you got struggles. God already knows that just like Paul said, the things I want to do, I don't do. And the things I don't want to do, I do, right? I'm paraphrasing. So God already knows that. But when you're God's daughter, you understand that no matter what, just like the word says, nothing can separate me from God's love because he loves me. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. so that's how I look at it. What What is easier for me to call myself a toxica and accept my toxic traits and never heal or look in the mirror and ugly cry and say I need to heal this about myself right well we're thinking about easy to be honest neither of them are easy because in the long run the one that you know be talk, calling yourself a toxica that's easy for the moment but if you think about it in the long run guess what where is that going to end you up at what kind of relationship wow. are you going to have with your children what kind of relationship are you going to have a relationship does anybody going to even want to be with you are you going to have friends you know what I mean? And and I'm just saying that because I know that it is, it's, it's, it can really affect us. Like I, I know this as a mother, like there are things that I've had to learn to surrender and like really turn over to God, because when it comes to my children, like you were talking about control, like, man, talk about control freak. And I've learned to surrender a lot. Like I used to be so crazy about my kids getting dirty. And, and I realized that there was something there and it's like, this fear there was like this uh inadequacy that I was feeling because I never felt like I never felt enough right and I think that that stems from my childhood like maybe mm -hmm. because I was always trying to get the right attention or you know whatever but I could see how that trickles down into you know th that trait of control of mm -hmm. you know manipulation and you know let's just say like manipulation and control are really just 
they're they're um what's the word they are manifestations of fear right because when we're manipulating it's because we're in fear of things not going our way and then when we're controlling we're in fear of the outcome that we don't have our hand in right so i know that that's always because maybe we're you know we're not trusting in god we're not trusting the process and so we get we get caught up in this cycle of like I don't know, for me, I just got to say it, the surroundings, that's been the biggest one for me, like really changing my surroundings. I was around a lot of people, even as I was like getting in recovery, and I was cleaning up my life, like I even got around some women that like, it lets me know, girl, like the drugs just kind of cover stuff, the alcohol, like, that's really just a bandaid to like block out stuff. Because women that I know that don't even do drugs or don't drink or some were some of the most toxic women I met like clean women some of them are the most toxic women I met and they weren't they weren't even getting high girl because they haven't dealt with those issues we're talking about right and that's why it's so important like I said um it's like we're saying right it's important because we don't want to pass that down to our children right you talked about identity it is an identity issue mm-hmm. when you don't know who you are you're lost you're trying to figure out who you are you're acting out you're lashing out you know i dealt with the identity issues you know my identity was oh, i'm a lesbian for 10 years i'm trying to fit in somewhere because i felt accepted in the lgbt community let me tell you Mikaela, like i say this to say and i've said this before there's beautiful people in all of these communities like i truly I can see the we can see the beauty in people if we really look, right? I don't feel like any of these people are less worthy. Anybody, I don't care what community, what orientation mm-hmm. you are, it doesn't matter. What race, it doesn't matter. To me, it's about your character and the way you treat people. You yeah. know, and I just I've met some amazing people, you know, of all sorts of different beliefs like me. Um, but then I see people that uh, a lot in common like me, like look like me, you know, maybe came from the same upbringing and they're very like they're still caught up in their old beliefs you know Mm -hmm. and so to me I know it's a mindset right it is a mindset um it's a mindset because it's a choice at the end of the day we choose to stay here and we choose to stay stuck that's our choice right but to say that this is just who I am and this is just how I'm gonna be I think that that is that's just a cop-out to me you know cop-out to not take a look at ourselves and you know, like you said, it is a lot of pain. There, There is a lot of pain. There's nothing sexy about healing. Let me just mm-hmm. tell you that the, only the outcome is right. Like as we're going through it, but the process of it is really painful. I've been in the most vulnerable and uncomfortable situations in my healing journey. You know, I've gotten counseling before I'm in a 12 step program. You know, I still, you know, I, I go to church. I really try to do things that help me work on that inner healing that I need. And one of the things that I got guidance from my sponsor because she's a licensed counselor. Mm -hmm. And she told me, um, I was talking to her about something that had happened to me. And she said, I want you to think about that little girl. And she had me like have a moment, like to really fill out that little girl. And she's like, what would you do to her? Or what would you tell her today? If you could tell her something? And like, she had me say something to her, like comfort that little girl in me, right? To really um what's the word nurture her right love her and tell her that she was beautiful and she was worthy right and just like really speak life into that little girl and it was crazy because it sounds kind of like this weird cliche type thing but there was something so therapeutic about it like when I really like the way she had me stop and really think about her like think about who I was back then and 
just the I remember feeling like this darkness in my room right like I would just feel like sad and I was always like depressed as a little girl you know and I just I relived that feeling in it and what that showed me was like there was still some things that I needed a touch right like that I'm that I'm I'm working on to become this version of this woman that I know God wants us all to become right like God really doesn't want that for us and Mm -hmm. that's why I think that I love that we're talking about this I love that you're bringing these things up and I know we brought up a lot of topics that could be controversial but that's not what it is right like I just I think we're just from the outside trying to look in to see like I'm telling you I've been there I've been lost in my identity trying to fit in somewhere and trying to be something that I wasn't right like in all honesty I really don't even feel like I ever was truly a lesbian I really don't think I was I felt like it was I was in a lot of fear because I was afraid of loving a man because I didn't know any healthy men in my family so there was a lot of fear so the opposite was like well let me go over here instead right and in that in that cycle I produced a lot of toxic traits girl when I was in my in in that lifestyle for a little while let me just tell you I was in the most fights I was in the most like I mean, it was crazy. I was in all kinds of altercations. I mean, because I was acting out like crazy, right? And I was like, okay, what's going on, right? But now as I look back, I'm like, man, like I was really trying to figure out who I was, right? Like deep down inside, I, I know that I'm this sweet, nurturing woman that really wants to just love on others, right? But that other part of me just wanted to mask it up and be like, mm. don't mess with me, you know? And at that time, I was, girl, like I said, I was, and I'm not glorifying it, but that's just where I was acting out the most was when I was the most lost and I didn't know who I was. I was so like, that's just how I was, yeah. you know? And I could have said that, right? Like, that's who I am. This is how I'm going to stay. And and I'm just so grateful for God's intervention because he started putting people in my life and in my path that really started to show me something different, right? Because I think a lot of times we just look to our family and our close childhood friends for comfort, yeah. for support. But sometimes those aren't the people that we're meant to grow with or we're not meant to heal with them. Besides, yeah. You know, it doesn't mean that we can't have them in our life, but they're not meant to be there for as much time as we're allowing them to be there. Sometimes they need, we need to love them from afar and we need to allow and trust God to bring us on this healing journey with women and, and other people that we're meant to help us grow you know because yeah. today the kind of friend I am is like I don't co-sign my my friend's bad behavior like if I know one of my friends is doing something sneaky behind her man I'll call her out on it you know like that's the kind of friend I am I'm not like oh girl really like get away like that's not like you're gonna get away with it that's not how I am and I think the more of us women that come together to call women out on that in a loving manner right I think that's how we're gonna be able to grow as as women, right? Because now we're not going to have other women co-signing our bad behavior, right? Or toxic behavior. I love that. We're going to do that, right? So the more we rise up as women and we work on ourselves and we start helping our friends, because to me, the most loving thing you can do to me is be honest with me and call me out on my stuff. Like, seriously, to me, if you don't- Or not give in to your drama. How many times are you going through stuff? and, And I mean, and this is, okay, perfect example. When you have a toxic trait that you want to vent, and I'm doing air quotes right now, but you're really talking smack. Like you want to vent about whatever it is, and you're just going on and on. It turns into gossip and turns into talking about that person. Um, It turns into you getting angry. 
you're you should never allow your emotions to get to the point that you're a hot mess now mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. where healing comes in you can regulate your emotions yeah. right so here's a perfect example of being healed versus being toxic. I'm not going to entertain that. I'm not going to entertain the thoughts that the enemy might put in my head about that person, about, you know, like someone told me, how can how can you forgive what your ex-husband did? I mean, there's a whole story to that. Because guess what? I, I know how easy it is to, you know, do something that you're later going to regret. Something that brings serious consequences. I'll just put it that way. I know how that happens. And because I am healed and because I walk with God and I'm not perfect, right? I'm able to see deeper. But guess what? Someone had to check me. So exactly what you're saying, right? Someone had to check me and say, I'm going to tell you something and you're not going to like what I'm going to say, but I want you to hear what I have to say. And this person told me that I hurt them. I didn't even know. And they straight up said to me, and there's very few people that can talk to me like this because I just feel some type of way. Like nobody likes to be held accountable. Right. Or, mm-hmm. but, but he, you know, it was a, he, he straight up told me like, you know, when you um, are hurt, you're selfish because you only think of yourself. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? And this, this wasn't my ex-husband who told me this. And I was just like, I was like, what? So God used this person to basically show me, how can you expect this person to forgive you, but you're not willing to forgive that person who hurt you? It doesn't work like that. You don't get to pick and choose. So perfect example, right? That when I'm healed and I'm hurting, the first person I'm going to go to and run to is God. And I'm going to tell God. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. Everybody doesn't need access to you. Everybody doesn't need. And I think that's part of having a toxic trait that you need validation from people, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Everybody don't need to know what's happening in your world. And this is why I say what I say. I don't need friends, Monica. I need sisters. I need sisters who are going to love me through my mess, who are going to love me when I'm going through stuff, who are going to understand, hey, she's going through something. I'm going to give her space. Because that that's an, I mean, gosh, I could call out um, a bunch of toxic traits, but when you can't respect people's boundaries, that's toxic, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I, man, I feel like we got to do a part two on this, but you know, <laughs> all that to say like the whole, the whole having toxic traits, it's because you're operating from a wounded place and that's mm-hmm. what makes you want to control and manipulate. Right. But when you're healing and you're walking through healing and you've been you've experienced some kind of a healing journey you understand you know that I don't need to run to everyone I don't need validation and I don't need to try to control this because Mm -hmm. here's the thing you can't control things you can't control Mm -hmm. people right you can't it's something that you just cannot do but you know what you can control you can control yourself you can control you can literally control your thoughts contrary to what people think Mm mm-hmm you can, you can, yes, have a thought. That's why the word says, take every thought captive, right? You can have a thought, but you don't have to entertain it. Right. And right. this is, this is how sin happens, right? And look, I'm not perfect. Like I'm not a, you know, sinless person. We, we all fall short of the glory of God. So, you know, all that to say that I think the most beautiful thing is to be a sister to someone mm-hmm. because maybe, you know, for whoever is listening right now, 
maybe you're a little more healed than the woman sitting next to you. And you can speak wisdom into her and say, hey, I've been there. Let me tell you why, why you're experiencing this. Because, you know, you know, a lot of times when you're operating from your, your wounds, man, it's so chaotic inside internally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're like, what's wrong with me? But there's really nothing wrong with you. It's that you're operating from your wounds. If you could just understand that there's a wound there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I just, I I love this series that you're doing because, excuse me, I think that, man, healing is something that we should really glorify. Because how do we get true healing? It comes from God. You know, it, it really does come from God. It doesn't come from like what you're saying like drugs, you know, things like that. And I don't think it's just drugs. I think that people want to numb the pain. That's why people binge watch TV, right? That's why people distract themselves. It's it's because as humans, we want to escape. It's just everybody does it, right? Yeah. It's yeah. the reason why you grab the potato chips because you want to eat your feelings. And you're like, I'm going to give myself permission to do this, right? Totally well, feel. <laughs> I mean, yeah. girl, I see my feelings all the time. Like I really did. Lately, I haven't because I'm just like, I need to feel what I need to feel. It's like what you say. You got to feel it to heal it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I love I just I think it's so beautiful when you're healed because mm-hmm. a person that's healed is like a refreshing cup of water. And you're like, wow, where did you come from? So <laughs> that's why I say what I say. Like, I don't need friends. And, and I don't mean to sound mean, but I don't need friends. I need sisters. And and you know what? It's it's a very, very little handful of the women that I call and consider my sisters, right? And you're one of those women. Because I know that if I come to you, Monica, I can I can be real with you. Mm-hmm. I can be like, hey, God spoke this to my heart, and I can just be real with you. Yeah. And I think that's the most beautiful thing because I know you're gonna pray for me, right? You're not gonna talk about me you're not trying to compete with me we're on our own journey and and it's just so beautiful that god crossed our paths with each other and that's really what a sister is but also we're healed women so we we relate very different right i love that yes you're you're so right about all of it and i i always feel like i was only meant to get back on facebook for that small amount of time (laughs) to come across to me because I honestly, like I went back for that, like less than a year and I met you and it's been wonderful, you know, and I haven't found any need to be back on Facebook, but um, I'm just grateful because I think that, you know, our, our relationship has really been uh, definitely very therapeutic for me too, because it's, it is, it's so refreshing to meet another woman that doesn't want to just participate. Girl, like we don't sit around gossiping. Like we're mm-hmm. talking about some good stuff. Like we're talking yes. about, uh, what we're talking about ourselves. And we can be like, ourselves. Yeah. Like, we talk it's about like what it. I say, the only cheese man I talk about is my cheese man. Right. <laughs> yeah. we had a sleepover too. Like, I think that's oh, when yeah, I really realized like, she is my sister. <laughs> you were so funny. You were all giggly. It was man, so cool. that was, and that was after the event. So it was so late, but that's exactly what I'm talking about because um I was like girl my place is dirty right like I'm just being honest I was busy I was working had stuff everywhere from the event like you know planning the event and all that and um and that's so beautiful right that like I could be like Monica my apartment's dirty right now but that's because you're my sister so I know you're not gonna 
um the fearless mujer host her apartment was dirty <laughs> i'm already recording that is good check it out <laughs> instagram live so you know that and i think that's that there's no how could i put it when you're unhealed there's that paranoia of like what do people think what are they gonna say mm-hmm. right like what are yeah. they gonna say yeah so yeah. I think that's that's the most beautiful thing. And I cut you off. I'm sorry, girl. No, no, you're good. I was going to say one thing that I've learned in recovery is um, the greatest value is in being ourselves, you know, and that is our greatest value. And I think that once we start to understand and learn like what's not what's not congruent with what God wants for us, I think that we'll be able to start like wanting to change. And I know that and we got it. I know we're going to be wrapping up, but mm-hmm. I was going to say that one of the biggest things is like, um, that I've grown a lot in and I see it like a hundred percent is in my marriage, you know, and just from when we got together to now being married, uh, it's, it's so beautiful. You know, I always told myself like, I can never be in a relationship past a year. Like I just get tired of people. That was my fixed mindset. It was like, I just get tired of people. I just can't be around them that long. I would always say that. And I, and I would always find a reason to be like, to, uh, what's the word? to mess something up right to do something cause chaos and say oh see I told you you know and Mm -hmm. and I know today that those were ways and patterns that I had to start taking a look at right and I'm so grateful for everything that I I don't I guess I don't I don't have to regret it right because Mm -hmm. I'm in the most amazing relationship I've ever been in today and I know that if it wasn't for those you know experiences I wouldn't be where I'm at um but you know it it was so healing to take a look at my patterns and say Monica you were like you were the common denominator in all of this, you know, and that was not easy to look at. It wasn't easy to take a look at, like, I was a common denominator in a lot of the things and a lot of the abusive relationships I was in, because a lot of the times I was the abuser, you know, Um, emotionally, sometimes physically, you know, verbally. And it's, it's a sad part for me to talk about, because it's not something that I'm proud of, you know, but I can tell you that, I know that those are things that really affect us, that really mess with our self-esteem, that bring out a lot of guilt and shame. And I feel like those are the things that we start suppressing that we don't want to take a look at. And in turn, instead of working on ourselves, we decide to say, hey, I'm going to throw a label of something cute on myself to make it like acceptable, you know, but I just want to leave you with some encouragement because I want to leave our listeners with an encouragement that, you know, anybody Anybody can start their healing journey. It's never too late. I don't care if you're an empty nester, if you're just starting your life. It doesn't matter. It's never too late. You know, your your circumstances, your life don't have to define you. It's what you have in your heart. If you know that this doesn't fit you and you know there's something not right here, like I want to challenge you to really turn to God in this area because I can't give you any other explanation of why I am the way I am today, except that I trusted God in the process, even as uncomfortable as it was, you know, um, I know that we're meant to feel things we're meant to heal. And we're gonna, you know, we have to take a look, God's gonna have you take a look at your heart. And he's gonna really have to and he's gonna really take you to take a look at the areas that you don't want to look at. And that's what I've had to take a look at. And it honestly, uh, I don't regret it. I don't regret it one bit. I've loved, I've loved the outcomes. I don't love the process of it, but I've loved the outcomes. And I'm, I'm just grateful today that I gave myself a chance that I thought I was worthy enough to live this life today, you know? So I just yeah. want to tell you that if you're dealing with that, 
Um, if you're in this place where you feel like, man, you know, I maybe need to take a look at my friendships. I need to take a look at my behavior. Like really just pray about it. I, 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 I know that there is healing on the other side, right? And you just have to trust, trust God, trust the process. But what do you want to leave with? The well, listeners? I just want to, I love everything you said. Amen to that. But all I want to say is this, because, you know, I talk a lot. If you want a book on healing, two great books. One of them is mine. Uh, it's called Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More. Um, and then Mariana's, which is um, Mommy on a Mission. You can get both of those on Amazon. Um, I just think there, you know, Mariana has been through a lot and she has so much wisdom. And when you've gone through stuff and you've healed, it's it's like it's possible for other people to heal, right? As uncomfortable as it is. So if you want two great resources, um, I'm just kind of shouting out those books. <laughs> I'll link them down below so we can. Yes, I've read um, Micaela's. I have. I just got Mariana's, so I'm going to read hers. I have it right here somewhere. I don't know where hers, I put it. Hers is yes. good. I love really, it. Really? I love it. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. And and they, and Micaela has a podcast, too. So if you're listening on my podcast, go listen to hers. It's called The Fearless Mujer. She has an awesome um some awesome episodes and some content and you can find her on Instagram and TikTok. Right? Yes. yes. And then, yes. If you could uh, give your, your IG or oh. whatever you got going on. Yeah. So I'm under box fit listen to you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm under box fit queen. So I'm actually, I actually do uh boxing content. Um, I was a boxer before, but now I really felt God wanted me to use it for more of a therapeutic and healing journey to help other moms that are struggling maybe with, uh, you know, some postpartum depression or they're struggling at home or with their confidence. I really wanted to bless other moms with, you know, the knowledge that I have. So I just put out free content, free challenges, uh, free workouts. And I have this podcast, Crown with Confidence. So just I'm working one day. I'm going to write a book too. One day I want to write a book. <laughs> but for Girl, now, and you got time. two people to help you. <laughs> I know they've been telling me I'm like, wait, one day, but I'm not, but either way, Either I'm just I'm grateful to to know you and I'm just I'm grateful for this process too. Thank you for doing this uh with me because I know we get to cross these episodes over. So yeah, this was awesome. Thank you, Monica, and thank you so much everyone for listening. Share this episode with your amigas. Yes. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Reinas, for listening to today's show. If this episode has impacted you in any way, please share this message with another mom or woman that's needing to hear this message. Because together, we can continue to be strong in our identities and stay crowned with confidence. If you're wanting to know more about our mission here at BoxFit Queens, please visit our website at www.boxfitqueens.com and follow our YouTube channel for some more amazing free content under BoxFit Queens as well. God bless you. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you back here soon. Have a good day. I love you.